And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Good morning and welcome to Organized Chaos. I'm your host, Kimberly Jensen. I am coming to you uh, after the first week back of school. Uh, Whether or not you're listening to that uh, later in life, I'm sure you can appreciate uh, the feeling of we made it. And then I thought to myself, we have so many more weeks of school left. And you know what's crazy? I'm like a really, I'm an organized person. I like structure and I like schedules. And for the first time, I think in the history of being me, I miss summer. I miss just the lackadaisical and the free for, free for all and, you know, um, just the fun that we had and it actually, I'm, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I'm really not very good at being <clears throat> whimsical and unscheduled. And here we are doing the things, you guys. Um, anyway, I had a, I had something happen this week that gave me perspective that I didn't even, I mean, I always knew was there, but it really hit home. Uh, the importance of this one piece of your life and why, if the enemy controls it, you are missing out on what is a greater plan for you. So let's get into it. Let's get figuring out what this mystery thing is. I'm sure you probably figured out if you know me well. And uh, let's figure out how we can combat the enemy and get you going in a life that you are meant to live. So, you know, I have been in physical fitness. I've been doing fitness since I think before I was born. Uh, My mom was one of those women who definitely worked out while she was pregnant. And so I kind of blame her because really, I, I, she tells me the stories about how she was, you know, she'd go back to her group fitness and she'd keep me in the bucket. That's what they called the car seat back then. I don't know if she still calls it a bucket. <laughs> Anybody else? Mother call their car seat a bucket. Uh, anyway, she'd put the bucket in the back of the gym and the music would be blaring and she would work out and away we went. Uh, and if it's one thing I witnessed growing up from my mom was... She always, whether or not she was, I, you know, to this day, maybe she was losing her crap half the time, but she always seemed in control and she always had so much energy. She always was with joy. She, she always gave her very best and she never seemed anxious about anything. And now looking back, my mom is a worrier. Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, but she's a worrier. She, I mean, she is a very, it's very, you know, she worries about everything. And, you know, when I had kids, she's like, great, now I just have more people to worry about. And I, I didn't, I don't remember her as a worrier. I don't remember her. I felt like I, I didn't live in a bubble. I had a lot of freedom. Uh, I was able to do a lot of things. Um, I went to France at 16 years old. I moved to New York City at 17. Like I, I, for a mom who was a worrier, I definitely don't, didn't experience that. And as I was reflecting, so this past week I hurt my back and I've never hurt my back before. And I, I think what happened was I went for a run. It's really hot where I live. 
and I was really loose and I had a really good run. And so I was really loose and then I came home and did uh, 45 minutes of mobility and stretching. And I was watching, I'm gonna admit this, even though I said I wasn't going to, I was watching this, the video that I was working out with and he was complimenting the girl on the video about how flexible she was and how really stretching her hamstrings is not that important if you're this flexible. And so I looked up at the screen, which I normally don't do, and this was already three times through. So this was the third time going through this exercise. And I, I was watching what she, how far she could get down. All she was doing was touching her toes with a towel underneath her heel, stretching out her hamstrings. And I was like, oh, well, I'm pretty. I think I'm like almost where she's at. So I gave it a little bit more. And then I never got back up. <laughs> Literally, down I went. Uh, I tried to get the dog to go get James. She didn't understand. She just stared at me with sad face, which really wasn't helpful. And uh, I laid there until I was able to manage through the pain and get off of the ground. And anyway, the point there is a point to this. I thought like, oh man, this is it. This is like how I'm going to get taken out. And I... You know, I, I, I couldn't move. I was in so much pain. Um, I was putting on, I have uh, if basically liquid ibuprofen, uh, CBD oil uh, with THC. I mean, I was like taking the stuff and I was, you know, cold and hot and then trying not to overstretch and praying and, uh, you know, feeling like, man, this is, this is going to be the end. And and then it it hit me and i had a couple of people and and i don't i don't if you're listening and you're that person please don't take offense to this but uh, i had a couple of people say like maybe this is you know you need to rest and this is your time like you've been just hitting your body so hard for so long and maybe it's just time to like just take it easy and that's true okay let me just give you a little like asterisks because I really don't want you to think that I, if you are injured, that you should just do this. If you are injured and you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor and get the help that you need to get help with. If you are, uh, you know, if, if it is serious, if you do feel as though you cannot move and when you do something, it, you have pain and then, then please go to the doctor. Don't just, you know, do what I'm about to tell you. But also, this is where the enemy strikes. And it dawned on me so powerful, I thought to myself, I, this workout is so much more than a six-pack, some uh, a weight, a scale on the, or a number on the scale, uh, the way I fit in my clothes. I, you know, is, and I, and I believe that I believe that the workout is way more than those things, but until this present moment where I felt like I did have one other injury a couple, uh, almost a year ago, but anyway, not important. I felt like the enemy was going to try to use this as a means to keep me out. And the thing of the matter is the workout is my antidepressant. The workout is my therapy. The workout is where I release and I gain so much more because the reality is the world, being a mom of four kids, running a home business, building a house, 
the, you know, not have, not seeing my parents for almost a year now. Like there's lots of things that are unstable and scary and sad. And there's drama, you know, drama the day before. I mean, there's stuff and I would absolutely be a nutcase. And, and I mean that in like, I, I don't mean that in a mean way. I would, I would be worrying. I wouldn't sleep. I would probably eat my feelings in cookie dough and ice cream and more cookie dough and really big frappuccinos with whipped cream and all the shavings and the deliciousness. I would do so many self-harming things because I wouldn't know where to release that energy. And that's, it, it just dawned on me so clearly that I think, you know, my mom, of all the things, there was so much worry. I mean, I literally was in New York City during 9-11 and I'm sure she was crazy, but she had a place to release. And as much as people say, like, how can you work out right now? Like, how can you worry about your health right now? Because your health is the only thing we can worry about. The he- your health is your tomorrow. I'm sorry I get so passionate, but your health is what you have today. Today. And when we let the enemy get in with a sore, so I, I woke up the next day and I felt like I just worked my back. I didn't have pain. I moved around. I stretched. I squatted. I did all the things. And everything I read was as long as you have no pain in the movement you are doing, you are okay. So I went on with life. But I could have so easily listened to the people, listened to the enemy, decided like, well, your back is so fragile. And again, please don't. If you are injured and it hurts, go to the doctor. I am not a physician. I am not a chiropractor. I am none of those things. I'm a woman of experience. But I had no pain. And I had, and I, and I wasn't like mimicking the pain. I didn't even put any of my lotions on before I worked out. I just believed that it was an overstretched, I slept great the night before, and that I was okay to move forward. And I think that this is how the enemy gets into our life, right? You, what happens on day two of a, a brand new workout program? You can't sit down. You can't move. You hurt. And that hurt feels enough hurt to feel like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't work out again till like next week. And, and the benefits to physical activity, we all know, like, I don't feel like I need to share, but like, it's a life, it's one of the, it's the freest life giving tool you have. It's going to increase your memory, brain function. It's going to protect you against chronic disease. It's going to help you with weight management, which is important for all of the above. It's going to lower your blood pressure and improve your heart health. It's going to give you better sleep. It's going to reduce your feelings of anxiety and depression, combat cancer-related fatigue, improve your joint pain stiffness, maintain muscle strength and balance, and literally increase your lifespan. I don't know one other thing that you could do in your life that does all that. All right, I'll wait. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me the thing. There isn't. There's nothing. There is literally nothing else you could do in your life that would do all those things. No vitamins, no supplements, no pills, no nothing. There is nothing else in your life that would improve your life quality as a simple workout. And so when I had that moment of do I or don't I, the question is always do I. The question is or the answer is always yes, because it is a life-saving tool. 
So when you get to that day and you get to that morning and you ask yourself, am I going to? You got to remove the M and you got to say, I am going to. It is no longer a yes or a no. It is a always. And when you work out and you combat, I mean, yesterday I was like, I was casting out the enemy on my life because this is how they sneak. He sneaks in. He's sneaky. He says, girlfriend, it's okay. Take a rest day. Take a rest day. But in that rest day, I don't work out. I'm short with my husband. I'm mean to my kids. What if I said something so bad that day that my marriage took a turn for it 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 got bleeped out? Like it was it was such a bad comment because I was such bad headspace because I had such low energy that I didn't leave the couch all day that I ended up more sore the next day because of just unmovement, right? And what if I did something so bad that my husband it, it took him years to get over? Like that's how minuscule it may seem, but that's how big it could get. So if you find yourself lacking in the patience, in the love, in the joy, in the energy that life has to offer, work out. Punch the freaking devil in the face. And when you work out, own that. Yell it. Preach it to the freaking rooftops. I will tell you, you will have the most powerful experience when you kick him out. So kick him out. He doesn't deserve ownership in any area of your life, any area. And so, sorry, I get so passionate, but I just, I, I felt it so, I don't know, maybe it's the heaviness of the week, the world's events, and seeing that we just crush as a as a human when things go wrong we have to have and i talked about this yesterday about being able to hold yourself up it is so important i'm not going to sit here and tell you lots of things that i think could happen in the next two years but i will tell you that it is imperative that your health is on point because there is going to be always a time in your life where you have to show up with more strength than you physically have. And, you know, I think, you know, I think back to caring for babies and birthing for babies and recovering from four C-sections. And I don't know if you've ever, you know, watched a C-section. When I found out with my first baby, I wanted a natural birth. Um, I actually always wanted a C-section because uh, I have uh, I had uh, colon issues. We, we won't totally go there here this morning. But I always just assumed that there was no way I was going to push a baby out because if I did, I would basically rip until my upper back and I would never improve life again. And so I was like, nope, I'm not. I can't. I've got to, I got to, I'm going to just get cut open. I'll be all fine. Let's leave that part of my body alone. And then I got to be a birth coach for my friend um, and her first baby. And it was one of the most um, incredible experiences of my life. And I, I honestly just, I mean, I've never met Jesus face to face, but in this moment, like I feel like I did. And I, it changed just my perspective on everything. At that point I hadn't, I wasn't pregnant. I had no children. And 
uh, I changed. I went in, I remember when I got pregnant and I told James and we're going to, you know, I'm going to birth these babies out with, you know, all natural and it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to experience God like face to face. And then at about 36 weeks pregnant with my daughter, they told me that I, uh, was, uh, she was breech and she was basically folded up like a taco in my top region of my, um, or in my uterus. And so I, remember being devastated and we, we did all the things except for like the, the one thing where they like push and they turn your baby because there was way too much risk at 36 weeks. And anyway, long story short, uh, I had to have a C-section and there was just no rhyme or reason. She was running out of fluid. She holds her pee. She still holds her pee. Uh, so she was running out of fluid and we had to, uh, take her out. And you know, the first, C-section was, I mean, I feel like it was bad and, you know, it would, I mean, it wasn't bad. It, was, it hurt. There was lots of pain. Uh, but um, by number four, I recovered faster than I ever have. And I was old. I mean, I older. I was 37 years old when I recovered from my fourth C-section. And that just tells me that our bodies are capable of strength in as we age. You know, I listen to so many women and it's like, oh, well, I'm this, this old now and I can't do that. No. Where, when did, is that in the Bible? Cause it never said that age is a gap. Like there's no, that's not an excuse for your life. Again, you may not get to the most physical appearance that you're hoping to be at, but that doesn't dictate your strength. That doesn't dip, dictate your energy or the, what you are capable of doing or the marathon that you could run or the mountain that you could climb or the ski slope that you could slowly ski down at the fastest speed you've ever have. Nothing can take that away from you except your own inability to keep working. We got to keep working, friends. We got to keep, think of our bodies as, as a temple and we got to pour into it. Like we pour into our kids, right? We pour into them with, with manners and rules and, you know, uh, Bible studies. And we, I mean, we pour more into our kids than we do our own marriages. And let me just tell you, your marriage is the most foundational part of your family. And so if, well, beside, aside from relationship with God, you got to get it right. We got to pour into the things that matter, not social media, not the, not what, what we can do outside of our home, what we can do right here, right here. You know, when uh, that, that four C-section, I remember the doctor being like, you know, I, I think I went in, I never even went in for a, a six week appointment. Uh, he cleared me at about two weeks to work out and that was it. I never, now again, asterisks. This is not, I'm not your doctor. Please go see your doctor. Everybody's different. Everybody's body's different, okay? I recover very fast from things. It just, it always have. Um, so don't, please, just do your own due diligence. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is I only got healthier through these four pregnancies. I only got healthier in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit, in my body. And I was capable of doing those things. We become more capable when we practice the things that are going to make us that way. And so I just want to encourage you, uh, you know, you don't know where to start. You know, I got you. I'm a virtual health, health and fitness coach. I can help you anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as you got some Wi-Fi, I got you. Uh, don't let anything get in your way of this little free Thing that you can do to combat the life that we have to live and show up for. I will be forever grateful that my mom always made exercise a priority. Always. 
from the moment I was, you know, conceived to to the day to, to today. Uh, I'm sure she's well, she's still sleeping, but she'll be rounding up and she'll be drinking her, you know, shake and she'll be getting on her whatever. She's got all kinds of things set up for her home gym, but she makes it happen. And I'm almost certain that that's why I just didn't witness the angst that I probably could have um, in in our life. We had lots of crazy things, lots of drama, lots of moves. I mean, we moved so many times. I, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you so many times. And we all know moving is like one of the biggest stressors. And I never saw my mom lose her S-H-I-T. I made you say it. I'm sorry. But I never saw it. Uh, I think I can remember like one time. And maybe I just don't have a great memory. Or maybe my mom did a really good job of managing the stress that life can kick you in the butt with. And she combated it with what she knew she could do. And the crazy part about it is it's free. It's free. I came across a guy. Um, I'll wrap this up because I know this is a long one. But I came across this guy on, on the internet yesterday. Uh, his name is Jeff. I can't remember. Anyway, if you go to my Instagram, you can. Well, maybe it's not up there anymore. But anyway, he has a disability. Um, he has dysmorphia in his hands. Um, he has a speech, something in his, his speech. I can't remember exactly what the disease that he has um, and it will never go away. Um, and he dedicates his life to helping people who are in wheelchairs, people who can't walk, people who can't see, people who have so many disabilities work out. Because he knows that that is what is combating his own disorder. But he is using his weakness for his strength. And I just, I mean, talk about a powerful use of your challenge in life. No matter what your challenge is, the greatest thing you will ever do is to overcome it and then turn around and help others with that suffers suffer from the same thing you are doing. That is why being a virtual health and fitness coach has always given me so much joy because I get to turn around and say, come on friend, we can do this together. Hey, I know I've been there. We can do this together. Hey, I've, I, I know that struggle. We can do this together. Togetherness is part of, the, part of the physical fitness journey. And I think that that's just one other piece of it is it isn't an alone thing. It is something we get to do with people. And maybe, you know, the time of the world where gyms are struggling because, ugh, can't say, uh, and they, they're open, they're closed. You've got to wear a mask, can't wear a mask. You don't get to go. This No group fitness classes because it's too close. Blah, 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 blah. All the things, right? And so then everybody's sent home and they're put you know, in their bubble and they're told to stay there. And But you know what? In the last year, I've created the best community that I've ever had and a closer group of women who are dedicated to rallying behind one another. And that tells me that there is strength in not only physical fitness, but there is strength in community. There is strength in others in the trenches with you. And uh, I just am, I'm, I've never seen this so clearly, but do not let the enemy win this fight in your life. Don't let him. Combat your issues with a sweat sesh and watch 
your life change. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am forever grateful for your support, for allowing me to come into your earbuds or your ears every day and bring what the world has shown me. Uh, I hope today's message gave you energy and focus and excitement for what you are capable of, friend. I hope that you know that your life is worth living that you have a purpose that is greater than anything that you could ever imagine. And that if self-belief is what you are lacking, start here. And if community is what you are lacking, reach out to me. You can find me everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, uh, my website, KimberMaxine.com. But do not allow this life to strip you of what you deserve the most. I would so appreciate the, a review, a share. I would love to get this message out to more women as I do believe this is the antidote that will change people's lives. And I know that together we can make a difference and help others do the same. So until next time, I hope that you have a fantastic day. I hope that you go and you work out. And I hope that this just gave you perspective beyond your own understanding. And until then, go out there and live your best life.